What's up, guys? Welcome to the first episode of the Outlast Podcast. Joining me um, in the illustrious and more media studio, of course. Oh, I'll, I'll just let her introduce herself. Uh, she's, a, she's a big fan of reality TV, and this is her first podcast, so, you know, it's, it's going to be a good time. Hello, I'm Mackenzie. I'm Chad's co-host. Yes, the, yes, way, way cooler than Austin. <laughs> We're already off to a tremendous start. Uh, but yeah, so this is the podcast. Um, so I guess we'll just start, you know, because everyone knows me. They get, they get to hear me every single week. I guess we'll we'll start with you. So uh, what what got you into reality TV and I guess Survivor? Survivor. Okay, so I've been watching Survivor. Well, it came out when I was like two years old, but I've been watching it. Oh, just I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> I've just grown up watching it. Mm-hmm. And then as a result, like reality TV got super popular and then mm-hmm. it seemed like that's kind of what millennials watch these days. Yeah, is reality. Yeah, yeah, reality TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, but Survivor is like my all-time favorite. All right, all right. What's your favorite season? I'm putting, oh, you, right, putting you right on the spot. I know, I know. There's a lot of good seasons. I don't know if I have a favorite season. Okay. But I got some favorite players. All right, well, let's name them. Okay. I'm a big Boston Rob fan. All right, all right. Strike one, but all right. Oh, really? <laughs> you don't like Boston Rob? Uh, uh, you know, I think I think anybody who wins on your fourth time out, is he really that good? That's all I'll say. I took him four times. Okay. Make, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. He's but gone. he was learning every time from his mistakes. True, true. He went pre-jury twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so I do like Boston Rob. I like Suri. Oh, I love I Suri. She's got a great yes, social yes, game. love Suri. People know she's got a great social game, mm-hmm. and she still sticks around. I used to have a cat named Suri. So oh, really? Yeah, so we'll take that strike away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really liked Sarah. She won. Lucina? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Right. Game I really, changers. Yep, yep. Game changers. Um, Stephen Fishback. I really oh, liked him. Fishback. Do you was, li- do you listen to the Know It Alls? I do not. No. Okay. Well, they're a Survivor podcast. It's him and Rob Sesternino. Oh, real? Okay. Yeah, and they do. That's tremendous. Uh, they definitely have a stranglehold on the market, and they're better than us, and better than we ever will be. <laughs> but uh, they're a very good podcast. So, okay. Yeah, yes. I will give that a listen. Yes. Um, Okay, but Stephen, but Stephen Fishback. All right, so you like? It seems to me like you uh, you like the strategic. Oh yeah. Players and I, mean, I definitely have like a lot of respect for the you know the physical side. Like the Joe Anglums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I definitely I definitely get that and I respect it. But Survivor, you got to have the strategic game. You. It's not like Big Brother where you can just win comps and, right. and win the game. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, I feel like the people that. The people that win challenges on Survivor, I mean, they never win. You look at guys like Ozzy. You know, oh, like, yeah. He never wins. And every single time he's like, I'm just going to win challenges and catch fish for my tribe and they'll keep me around. No, they won't. Yeah. Stay, you or your ass will go home. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. No, I also like the strategic players. Uh, you named Suri. Suri's my favorite. Uh, probably one in, my, in my top three, top like easily players. Um, I'm also a big fan of Tony. Mm, uh, yeah. Kagayan is actually probably my favorite season. Okay, uh, I cool. I love Tony. Um, yeah, I mean, same thing. The strategic players, the uh, the people that just are insane. Good TV. I'm a big fan of characters too, like Coach. I love Coach. Coach, Coach is fantastic. Iconic. Um, I actually like Philip Shepard. <laughs> uh, no okay. one else, but that's only only because he's a character. I yeah. Think, I think he would be the worst human being to be around. All I, I on remember, the game. But. What I remember about Philip is. Francesqua. Francesqua. <laughs> and then the first two time uh first boot, Francesqua. Yeah. Jeez. But yeah, no, um, yeah, same thing with me. Um, I've been watching Survivor um probably as soon as it came out. Um, I remember watching Richard Hatch win. Yeah. Um, and I've I've been hooked ever since. It started as something that me and my family would do growing up mm-hmm. that we would watch like every week. And then that eventually I grew up. Um, and some of my, my brother kind of fell out of it, but my mm-hmm. parents and I still watch. Um, yeah, I'm a super fan. I've applied to the show three times. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I've applied. I've applied to that and Big Brother. Um, so, yeah. I keep trying to get Grant to like help me make an audition tape. Oh, let's but... do it. We'll make we'll, we'll, we'll both make one and then we'll submit it and see who gets on quicker. It'll be a great time. It'll probably be you. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I here's I, hoping. Yeah, here's hoping. I mean, I. I try to fit the nerd archetype, but yeah. like, I don't know. I feel like I'm not, I don't know. I feel like I don't give off the Cochran type vibe that they look mm. for, but I don't know. Jacob Derwin, last year, you remember him? Uh, he was on David Gloth. He was like the first one voted out, the big afro. Yep, okay. Yeah, I really think he took my spot. I really <laughs> I really think looking at him, I was like, God, that's literally me if I had an afro. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, reality TV, I'm all about it. Same. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, do you watch uh, any other shows besides Survivor, though? I mean, you said you mentioned you noticed you've mentioned that you watch a bunch before. Yes. So typically, I do watch Big Brother, but mm. I didn't watch this season. Oh, it was a good season. You missed. I it. I see all the things on Twitter, and I'm like, dang, I really missed yeah. out on a good season. It was a good season. It was way better than Paul's seasons. Oh. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> Paul. What do you think about Paul? Should he have won? Ooh, all right, we're going on a tangent. That's okay. It's our that's show. A, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> it was, uh, no, um, you know, I go back and forth. Um, I think, do I think Paul played the hardest and deserved to win? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But he failed on the one aspect of the game that's kind of important, and that's getting the jury to like you. Yep. Because I've said time and time again, no jury is going to reward someone they don't like money. They're just not going to. Mm-hmm. And if you look at every single, like, Survivor finale or Big Brother finale games that have a jury and you look at that jury and you see they didn't vote for the guy they didn't like if they did Russell Hans would have won two times in a row right you know what I mean but because you don't play a good social game and you don't play you know you you just don't you treat people like they're less than people they're not going to give you money it mm-hmm. doesn't matter how well of a game you play and I think Paul did that you know Paul uh, did lots of bullying tactics and lots of you know just things that I don't really care about because I'm a gamer, but I could see why other people would be like, wow, you're a cruel human being. Yeah. And so they didn't give them the money. And that's another thing too. You have to know your audience. You know, if you're playing with a bunch of game bots, you know, some of that stuff works. Like you look at millennials and Gen X, like that entire cast were full of like game bots and gamers and Mm -hmm. no one left upset, you know, but then you look at like Samoa and everybody wanted Russell's ass. Yeah. He just was a jerk. And um, then Natalie won by default, exactly. Basically. And she's like one of the worst winners in the entire <laughs> history of the show. Uh, but yeah, so I think it's I think it's a lot of knowing your audience and knowing the jury and just treating them accordingly. I think I agree. Um, yeah, yeah, and I think because of that, I think Paul did deserve to lose. Okay, so. I 100 percent agree. Oh, I don't e- I don't even know what to add because that oh. was like everything. Oh well, all right. <laughs> next time I'll just give a really bad hot take. Like oh, Rupert's the best player in the world. Oh gosh. Yeah. And then you can just be like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> no. Uh, but okay. You know, uh, I think we've got enough background information. I guess we'll just start with the, with the premiere, uh, you know, David versus Goliath. What'd you think of, first of all, what do you think of the theme? I like it. Okay. It's different. I hate it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, they, I- they seem to usually I don't know. I feel like a lot of the things that they do, they don't, it doesn't really work. Mm -hmm. And then what ends up happening anyway is like the strong players against the weak players. So I thought it was interesting that they did that, you know, surface level from the start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's better than he- healers, heroes, and hustlers. Um, yeah, I'll I didn't, definitely really, give, didn't like yeah, that. That was a terrible idea. Um, it'd be different if you knew going in, oh, this person's a David because of this, and this person's a Goliath. But even when Jeff was explaining it, like, you're a doctor, and you're on the Goliaths, and you're a doctor, but you're on the Davids. And it's like, but but why? Well, one of you worked really hard, and the other one didn't work hard. You know what I mean? Like, it's, right. it's like, well, first of all, who are you to tell me that I didn't work hard to become a doctor? But like, I don't know. I feel like he didn't really flesh it out. And I feel like some of the cast, like even on the episode, some of them were like, you know, t- saying like, oh, you know, we're a Goliath and things never go the, uh, our way. And it's just like, what? No, you're a Goliath. Things always go your way. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the cast didn't really know what made them a David or a Goliath either. Um, and they did explain it with um, Pat telling him his story when mm-hmm. they were on the boat getting ready to start. Um, so I did clear it up. But I don't know. I really wish instead of just doing ridiculous themes, they'd just go to different islands again instead of just doing every season on Fiji now. Right. Um, I get that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's just nitpicking, you know? I mean, <laughs> yeah. The, the, cast, the cast, though, looks really good. I um, like the cast. Yeah, and it a was lot. I really like how they really paid more attention on the first episode to character development. Like mm-hmm. I really know who these people are. This is like somewhat unrelated, but did you notice how like the show was like how they edited it together? It was it was different. It was way different. Yeah, I said that when I was watching the show. I was like, I feel like I'm not watching Survivor. Yeah. I feel like I'm watching like some like like, you know, Australian Survivor or like, oh, did you watch the um the other versions of Survivor? I did not know. Oh, well, okay. Well, I do. Uh, <laughs> like New Zealand Survivor, Australian Survivor. Like, but I feel like I was watching one of those shows. Mm-hmm. Like it just edited, it was just edited differently. I felt it had a new feel to it. And I was a big fan of it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, and I mean, the fact that there was no tribal council kind of also let them spend some extra time getting to know more mm-hmm. characters. Um, yep. So I guess right away, you know, they're on the boat. You're seeing that the, uh, the entire, tr- uh, ca- all the castaways lined up. Who stuck out to you? Um, as somebody who you think is going to be a contender. Christian. Christian. Yeah. Or or Big Bang Theory, as yeah. Mike White called him. Yes, yeah. yes. He really stuck out to me. He gave me 
He gave me John Cochran vibes. Okay. I feel like I feel like he does forever that entire archetype. Yeah. 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 I really like well, I really liked Cochran. Mm -hmm. And I think here's my worry for Christian. I feel like he might be John Cochran season one, where he's kind of like all over he's gonna play really hard, he's gonna give it his all, but he's like gonna make so many mistakes. Flip on everybody and make everyone not like him and send him home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I could, that's a good that's a good comparison. I like yeah. that because everyone thinks of Cochran and they think of his winning game in Micronesia, but he had a really flawed game his first time out. Right. Yeah. I mean, turned Ozzy against you. I mean, yeah. Geez. And uh, he was still a likable person. He just made so oh, many yeah. mistakes. I definitely went in going. I would like to see Cochran play again. So. Oh yeah. yeah. He played a good game and well worthy of coming back. But yeah, no, that's a good that's a good take. I'd never. I've. You know, I feel like everybody, I mean, he did win. So, I mean, justifiably so, no, no one really thinks of his first time playing. It's kind of like when you, when you think of like Tyson Apostle, like, yeah, you don't think of when he voted himself out in Heroes versus Villains. You yeah. Think, you think of when he won Blood versus Water. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll just say one of the people that really stuck to me was, uh, the mayor of Slamtown, John oh, Hennigan. no. Um, as somebody who also hosts a pro wrestling podcast, I'm a big fan of John Hennigan. <laughs> um, I think he's going to go home, probably merge boot. Okay. Um, yeah. But that's just because I think he's just a physical threat and he's going to start rubbing people the wrong way once mm-hmm. everyone's starving and exhausted and he's over there going, I think his ego. I'm the mayor of Slamtown. I'm the shaman of sexy. I'm his, the Wednesday night delight. Yeah. His yeah. ego's definitely going to. But it's great. Heard him. <laughs> oh, it's great. I, 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 the, the pinned podcast host in me wants to make him my winner pick, but I didn't. Um, I, I, cause I, I just know the show and I know how he's going to do. Yeah. Um, but no, I really liked him. I really think he did a really good job, uh, not being an annoying professional wrestler, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, he definitely said like, oh yeah, I'm this and I'm this and I play a character in Mexico, but like his confessionals, he was himself. And I feel like, like. He said he doesn't need to be a character to win the game. He needs to be John Hennigan. Right. So like that, I like that. Um, I also really like Chuck or not Chuck, Carl. Sorry, I forgot his name. Well, yeah, we'll have, we'll have that out. That's <laughs> uh, I really like Carl, the truck driver. You know, um, he he was on the uh, the Davids. He was. Um, yeah. 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 He I, I think he's my winner pick. Really? Yeah, I think he's my winner pick. I, he he just, didn't do well on that challenge. He didn't. He gives me Keith Nail vibes, though. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think he's going to be like the father figure on the uh, of the season, and I think he's going no like when you look at Keith, like I mean we can get rid of Keith anytime, and I think the same thing they're gonna say about Carl. I think it's like oh I mean we can keep Carl around. He's a funny guy. He works hard at camp, um, and then I think like Keith, uh, he can start winning out some immunities when it gets to the single game. Um, and who knows? He's my winner pick. Maybe a bad winner pick, but he's my winner pick. <laughs> um, I also really liked Angelina too. Angelina. She was the uh, she was the uh, the girl that was like no one finds idols uh, no like the the uh, statistic of women that find idols uh, to men. Mm, yeah. 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 Okay. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I think she's gonna have a really uh, a really good uh, time out there too. The fact that she's just willing to go out there and find idols shows you that she's willing to play. Yeah. So. But yeah. Um. So what did you think when Jeff is there and they introduce everybody? The whole twist of. The, da- the the Goliaths got to pick what Davids run the challenge, but then the Davids get to pick what challenge the Goliaths run. Now, I was listening to a podcast on my way here, and they were talking about how you would think you would want to go in with the strategy of not picking somebody who looks like they could win a, a puzzle in like five minutes, <laughs> but somebody yeah. who just looks as average as possible. Yeah. Like, someone that you're like, oh, there's really nothing special about these two. Let's let's run them out. Um, I don't know who you would put um, on the David's tribe for that. I mean, maybe maybe Nick. I don't know, but I don't know. I thought I thought the tw- the twist of the the David's getting to pick with the Goliath's run was a pretty interesting idea. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, because they definitely used like who would have thought that Christian did like his what was it like his dissertation or something? <laughs> he, yeah, and he does like uh, he for, he puts together slide puzzle algorithms. Yeah, yeah. like who would have thought? Right? Like yeah. I thought that that was like a really, a really cool twist. And the way they edited his, um, his like monologue afterwards where he was like talking about how he could do it quicker. Yeah. And it was like just, and then like the t- like show cut him off. That yeah. was so funny. Like <laughs> there was so many great sound bites from the first episode, like with, with Christian just being a nerd and, and Pat just making jokes that really didn't land. What'd you think yeah. of Pat? I liked him. Yeah. I liked him a lot. He reminded me of a Rupert. Okay. I didn't think he was going to win. Yeah. He, I also I got think, Rupert vibes. Yeah. I didn't think he would make it that far. 
Well, you were right. But <laughs> <laughs> but I thought he was just a likable person. Yeah. And maybe that would get him like He remind, he reminded me of my dad. Like yeah. if my dad was playing Survivor, I feel like that would be what he would do. Right. He would say a lot of really inappropriate dad humor that like, you know, your dad says at the Christmas parties and you're like, oh, dad, don't say that in public settings. Uh, <laughs> but he says it and everyone kind of like, oh, 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 yeah, funny. I, that, that's who he reminded me of. Right. Um, and the fact that he was able to put together a really good uh, shelter mm-hmm. would have saved him if it wasn't for his arch enemy, the boat. Oh, I know. So like who would have thought like the boat ride back to your camp is injures you is the most dangerous <laughs> yeah. boat ride you're ever going to take. And I remember watching, I remember uh, we're, we're, we're fast forwarding a lot, but that's okay. We'll come back. I remember watching that when it was happening and like it comes back, like it's just a, just just happening. And I remember being like, did I like, did I miss something? Right. Like, yeah. Is there a scene that I just, I was not, I missed and I went back and rewound and I was like, nope, this is happening. Yep. Um, I liked it. Um, it makes sense now knowing what they did because they just didn't have the footage for it. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, you feel bad for him. That I, no one wants to see someone get medically evacuated on, especially as the first one out. Right, day three. Day three, on a fucking boat. Like that's yeah, that is, that is insane. From like, hitting a wave, like yeah. the boat didn't like capsize or anything. <laughs> it didn't like, like flip <laughs> over. He didn't get like thrown into the water. Or, like attacked by a shark. No, he no. literally got slammed into a wave and it hurt his back. Yeah, which shows you if we get on the show. We can sit nowhere near <laughs> any part of the boat that's going to get slammed into waves. I don't know where you would sit, maybe like in the middle uh, and like use everyone around you as like a shield. Yeah. I don't know. But don't sit on the edges or towards the front. Oh. Um, so he said in an, in an exit interview that I was I read that he wants to come back. Do you think do you think Pat should come back? And if Pat does come back, do you think he would do well? I don't think he would do well. Okay. But I think he really captured America's heart. Like Survivor fans alike, I think he captured their heart. And he, people want to see, like, people want to give him another chance. They want to see that. They want to see him at least make it past day three. Exactly, at least day three. Or at least, like, you know, make it past a boat ride. Right. <laughs> you made it off the boat on the way back from Challenge, Pat. You've already done better. Like, right. Um. Yes, I I wouldn't have a problem with them bringing Pat back because he got medically evacuated, and I always feel bad for those people. Like every time I see someone get medically evacuated, I think about what I would do if right. I was on the show and how if I had to get like taken out because I got hurt. Like that would be awful. Mm-hmm. And part of you would want to know, like, if I came back, even if he came back and got voted off first, which is what I think would happen. Um, he he sh- still should play again. Um, but again, I don't think he would do well. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what season you would bring him back for. Because, like, they did, like, the captain seasons where there were the medically evacuated people with Penner, Russell, and, uh, you know, right. the, the other guy we're not going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine. But then when you think about medical evacuations, I mean, besides Caleb, who I really don't want to see play again, mm-hmm. um, who else could you really bring back that's had a medical evacuation? I can't think of Joe Del Campo, like, like oh. the old guy from Millennials Gen X, like... Nah, there's really no one like right. that you that I would think they should come back. Um, now, if they were just doing people who got taken out without being voted off, because then you could do him. You could bring back Terry Dietz and maybe Suri. Yeah, but even, she got. But even then, like, oh, Terry Dietz, Suri, yeah, then Pat. Like, you're just. I would feel if I was on the tribe that got Pat, I'd be like, <laughs> Are you what? Are you kidding me? So, I want to see him again. Um, it would have to be like a, a fans versus favorites type season or like a, if they ever did another second chance season. But even then, I don't think he would win a second chance vote if no. they did like the voting again. I don't think he'd win. I don't think he would either. So like, he wasn't on there long enough. Exactly. So like, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him again, but like it just doesn't really make sense into when you would bring him back. Right. But I mean, Jeff can bring him back whenever he wants. It's Jeff. You know, Jeff does all kinds of things where you're like, oh, all right, questionable. <laughs> um so I guess we'll, you know, we'll talk about um, this, some of the other plays we haven't talked about. Um, so when we were talked about earlier how Angelina was trying to find the idols and mm-hmm. she was like, you know, women don't find idols and I want to change that. Um, and they show her looking for the idol and they show everyone else looking for the idol. And then Dan, the cop, is like, everyone's looking for idols. And I think it's really funny because it's in my pocket. Yeah. I really like that editing style. I do too. Because like, like it's something that we just we don't see ever. Usually, you know, when you see someone looking through the woods, they'll play like epic music and you're like, yep. oh, they're going to find the idol. The music is saying it. But they didn't have that. And they even had music playing when people were looking. Like mm-hmm. there were a couple times where I was like, like I thought Mike was going to find one earlier when 
he was off looking before uh, Natalie, like, oh, they're going to come in after you, Mike. But when he was looking, they had music. Um, when she was looking, they had music. And there were a couple times where I was like, oh, they're finding it. And then this cop just pulls it out of his pants. He's like, yeah, I have it. I have like- it. And, and what did you think? So, like, we have, like, Angelina and then the other girl she was looking with, looking for it, being like, you know, women are going to find it. And then Dan finds it. And not only does the man find it, but then he says in the most chauvinistic way possible, <laughs> I found an auto, but more importantly, I found an auto with the two hottest babes on the island. Right. Like, you're just like, ugh. That was so cringy. <laughs> cringy. So cringy. But it was so, I don't know. I thought it was really funny. It was funny. It was funny. Still cringy. But still, funny. still very cringy, but, but funny. Um, so like, I don't know, do you, do you agree that, um, you know, women have a harder time finding idols? I mean, the statistic speaks for itself, but how would you, how would you fix that if you were like in charge of running the show? I don't think it's not necessarily that they have a hard time finding them, even though the statistic says otherwise. Mm-hmm. I think it's more the men go after it more. Yeah. The women just don't go after it. Not that mm-hmm. they would have a hard time finding it. Yeah. They just don't go yeah. after it. I think they re- I think women rely more on their social skills, whereas mm-hmm. men rely more on their survival. Yeah. And they're like, I need this idol to survive in this game. Yeah. Whereas women are like, oh, well, I can just like use my personality and like different yeah. social skills. And yeah. like- they, they parvity shallow it. Yes. 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 Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, and also like, you know, there's, there's just a lot of men, men don't really like, at least for me and like, I don't know. Women are a lot more opportunistic too. Like, you know, when they're going in like, oh, this is the time to look when no one else is looking. Yeah. But like, I feel like there's always some guy, uh, like we see it every season, who just, as soon as they step on the beach, hurls into the woods and tries to find an idol. Mm-hmm. And that, it just doesn't work. And that's how you get voted out. Yep. Um, and I know like, if I got on the season, my hardest thing would be sitting around with all these people, listening to them talk about their life stories and me being like, there's an idol somewhere in these woods. Yeah. And just finding your time to really sit and look. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think, I think they should stop hiding idols in like the woods in general. I think they should start doing more of like hiding them in challenges, rewards. I think a tribal council hidden idol would be awesome. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Like, can you imagine like, it's literally by Jeff, like it's, uh, it's the snuffer. The idol is around the snuffer. You just got to literally get up and get it. Like, yeah. that'd be awesome. Cause who's going to sit there in the middle of tribal council and go get it. And if you knew it was there and the person who you were targeting knew it was there, like, how would you approach that? Would mm-hmm. you like, push him down and run and get it? Or like, so I don't know. I think that just has another whole dynamic to it too. And I think that's better TV than just hiding it in a tree for like the 100th time. I agree. Um, if, cause they're obviously never going to get rid of idols because they yeah. add an interesting element to the game. Do you think they should get rid of idols? Hmm. A part of me says yes. Mm-hmm. Go back to like season one of Survivor, Richard Hatch. He did that all based on his social game. Yeah. He played all of those people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Like, if you look at the early seasons when there were no idols, like, the gameplay to me was a, a little bit more impressive because there were no advantages. It definitely, it definitely, it definitely was harder to win. And the yeah. social dynamic was way more important. Whereas, you know, you look a couple seasons ago, Ben Dreberg, and the only reason he wins the game is because he found like three idols, like, back yeah. to back to back. And he wouldn't have won. And then it's the, the, the whole other debate of, well, is his win less impressive? Because he still found idols and played idols. Right. But his social game sucked. Yeah. Like, no one wanted to give Ben the money because no one liked Ben. Mm-hmm. So, and you look at, but then on the flip side of that, you look at Tony. And Tony, who also found idols and was a, and had spy bunkers and was a freaking madman, mm-hmm. convinced somebody to take him to the end knowing he would, that that person would lose to them. Yeah. And so, like... That's a that's a social move. Like that's a social game gameplay, yep. and I think that's impressive as hell. So, um, I think they should hide the idols better. Yeah, I think if you make the idols, if people you, know to look at tree mail yeah. and at the water. They and know just, to in look any in weird like looking tree, any weird looking trees or rocks. Mm-hmm. I think when they first introduced idols, whatever season that was, it was one of the earlier seasons, like season ten or eleven. I think. Yeah, yeah. They like made the clues like pretty hard, mm-hmm. and it would be like buried out on the beach somewhere but you would have to like it would say things like take three strides this way yeah. and then three like paces west yeah and, and look towards the sun like yeah and idols were much harder to find yeah so that when they were found it was 
you knew at some point they were, they were going to yeah. be played soon. And there would be like one, maybe two yeah. a season. And now every beach gets an idol. When you swap, there's usually an idol at the swap beach. Yep. When you merge, there's an idol. Um, and then there's twists all over the place, like extra votes. And um, I don't know if you've heard this season, but there's going to be an idol nullifier this season. Really? Where, where you can find it. And then if someone plays a hidden immunity idol, you can then play your, you can go use your idol. You can go into the to voting booth and like write it and then say, I'm going to play my idol nullifier. So then, like, if someone plays an idol and then you do that, it cancels out the idol. Wow. Yeah. So that's something, that's a little inside baseball. We're allowed to talk about it, I think. Why the hell not? But, <laughs> but yeah, that's something that I've heard they're doing this season, too. And that's that's crazy. Like, that's yeah. an entirely new, and I, and I like it. And I, and I know it's a way to kind of balance out the idol plays, but, like, you can keep idols and still make the game the way everybody wants it to be, which is, like, back in the day. Like, I don't know. If I had to, if I had to make a call on idols, I would, I would, I would be okay if we had a season or two without them. I would too. Only I would want Jeff to say this season there's a giant twist, and the twist is that there's no twist. But he doesn't say what the he doesn't say what the twist is. I, yeah, that would like, be yeah. better. Every day he's like, well, I told you a twist was coming, and you know what, guys, it's not happening today. And just like <laughs> they keep going as a tribe swap or it's a swap or swapping tribes soon. No one switches tribes. There's no idols. It's just old school Survivor. And yep. by the time you realize it. You're, you're either flourishing in the game or you're going to get voted out. Because yep. people, I feel like the idols, while they are good TV and while they also save you, I do think they also kind of promote lazy gameplay. Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't need to talk on this island with all my friends and make friends when I could just go find an idol in the woods. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're never going, they're never getting rid of them. Idols no. are going to be on every season and they're going to do more idols, but I don't know. After after Suri got advantage getting out of game changers, uh, I was kind of done with him. Yeah, like, that was rough. That was I. I was so sad. I was too. Yeah, it was. It was. It was the worst. That's the worst. That's honestly the worst way to go out. Oh, for sure. Well, okay. Would would going out without a single vote being cast, or going out because you hurt yourself in a boat ride, be the worst? I think the vote. <laughs> you think the vote? I think the vote. Especially in the placings, because like Suri was like a day or two away from winning Game Changers, had she? Yeah. And Pat was the first one voted out. Well, first one out. So like, and he probably, presumably, would have been the first one. Voted yeah, he out. was annoying some people. I know in the episode, people were talking about getting rid of him, and like Carl was getting the target on Nick because Nick wasn't doing anything. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like Nick is probably more able to sway people to keep him than Pat would be. Yeah. So, I agree. Yeah. He's a lawyer. He knows what he's doing. Exactly. He and he's a talk. good looking lawyer. So, <laughs> and I mean, yeah. Uh, let's see. What other cast members? What did you think about um, when um, they were, it were, that were the, uh, I think it was either the Davids. I don't know what tribe they were, but they were talking about their life stories. It was and, the Davids. Yeah. The Davids. Yeah. Um, and there was the, the 19 year old who was, who was, uh, showed her story about her mom and how she was in the uh, abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and then there was another story. I forgot who shared it. But then Nick is like sitting there going, you know, I never thought I would say this. You know, I never thought I would share this information. When he said that, I thought he was going to say, I'm a model. <laughs> because if you remember, uh, like a couple seasons ago, um, that happened. You know, there's somebody's like, oh, I have a big secret that I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm a model. Yeah. And it was like, all right. And I thought for sure he was going to say something so taste, like just such a big like social faux pas that say something like, oh, yeah, you know. I'm a model, guys. I know yeah. your story was pretty sad, but I'm a model. Like I, w I was waiting, and he ended up not. He ended up saying a story about you know his his mother with with drug abuse, and it was a mm -hmm. it was a story. But but they edited it really weird. Like they gave him like ominous music as he was like sharing his story, and it was yeah. like, um, is he supposed to be a villain because he's sharing his story? Or I, I don't know. I didn't know what to think of it. Right. Yeah. His tears also. It was just the way it edited. It was edited, but it just didn't seem real. Yeah, can I? I feel bad saying that, but I don't know. There was something weird about it. Weird about him. Weird about that story. Yeah, I don't really have a. No, I know it's clear. It's, yeah, no, it was weird. They edited yeah. it weird, and I mean they don't edit things weird on purpose. Like there's a reason they edited it that way. I think he's so. gonna be the villain. I think I hope he is because I mean he. <laughs> The, the music makes me think so otherwise. Um, so I guess what we're talking about, edit. when you watch the show, are you the type of fan that like will pay attention to like confessionals and the edit and try to like predict the winner halfway through? Because I'm all about the, ed the edit. Like, yeah. That's how I pick my winner pick. Like early, early, it's kind of early to really make a decision right now. But I think in the next few episodes, I'll probably have the winner tag down. 
based on, or at least a couple people. Yeah. Usually a couple episodes in, I can usually get like four or five people that I'm like, these, these people are going to go far. And then that's like the final five. And you're like, ah, yes. Like, yeah, I knew. But I mean, last season and we'll, we keep jumping around, but it's okay. Uh, last season when they were doing, um, ghost Island, Mm -hmm. that edit was incredible. Cause the entire time you're like, it's, it's a Wendell or Dom. We know that, but, but who has the better edit and neither of them had the better edit. Yeah, they and both it, had kind of meh and it worked edits. because they tied, and that was incredible. Yeah. But then, like, you realize, oh, the Laurel edit, the edit of Wendell, beca- uh, uh, yeah, becoming friends with Laurel the entire game and being like, fuck, Dom just lost a million dollars. Yes, like, it's, he did. It's insane. Like, I don't know. The edit, the edit's crazy. But with this particular episode, the edit, it just felt so weird. Like, I was almost able to not pay. I almost felt like I was like, a, a kid again watching like an old school season, not mm-hmm. knowing what the edit even is. Yeah. And just enjoying the show for the characters and being like watching Pearl Islands again and being like, Rupert's going to win the season. <laughs> like just because, you know, you root for like the lovable, like hero. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was, it was really good. And this season, I think it's going to be a pre, a pretty, that's starting off really well. I, so. I think so too. I think it's going to be a really good season. Yeah. Um, so what do you think of the showmance between, um, Dan and Kara or Kara. Is it Kara? Kara? Potato, Kara? potato. Potato, potato. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think of showmances in general? Like. <sighs> They're tricky. They're tricky. Yeah. Because on one hand, if you're in a showmance mm-hmm. and it, say it is a real romance, mm-hmm. that's someone you know you can trust mm-hmm. and you're most likely going to take to the end with you. Yeah. So you know you always got that one person. Yeah. But on the other hand, if you're from the outside perspective, you put a huge target on your back because mm-hmm. other people are looking at it like, well, it's them two till the end. Yeah. We got to split them up. Yeah, because they're not taking me over them. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess if you're in the showmance, it's probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. If you're not, it's... Kind of like, like break that up. If you got on the island, would you get into a show, man? No. No, you don't think so? No. <laughs> no, I'm there for a million dollars. There we go. Yeah. I don't know. I want the gamer in me says no, but I don't know. There's a lot of really attractive women on Survivor. So <laughs> who knows? I, I I say absolutely not, but I know me in general. I I could I could see myself getting into it. I could see myself going home because of it, but I could see myself getting into a show, man. It's like, no, I'm not getting in a showman's with you. Next thing you know, it's like, fuck, I'm in a showman's. All right, yeah. well. Vote her out. Don't vote me out. She's the brains. I'm just, I'm just the silly man. <laughs> so, but no, um, I think, I think day one is kind of early for it. And I feel like he was all about it. And she was kind of like, I don't know. I got the vibe that she wasn't like when he's just like, Oh, your name's Kara. Oh, I named my dog after Superwoman. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, that's cool. What'd you name her? <sighs> Kara? Like, yeah, I, I, I thought that quote, I thought that was that quote was funny, and he kept saying like, "Oh, you're my kryptonite. You're my kryptonite. You're so beautiful." And she was just he like, was coming out a little strong. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, maybe not say that so loud." Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That's gonna be one to watch. Um, I'm gonna go on a prediction right now. I don't think they're gonna work out. I, I would agree with that. <laughs> I, I would agree. I, <laughs> I think. I think. Uh, I don't know. Did you hear about the um the big scandal going into the season? No. Do you want to know about it? Yes. Okay. So Kara and Alec Merlino, um, and he had like one confessional and I forgot what he said. Um, he was almost invisible the entire edit and, and that, him mm. right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So him. So he put on, inst- it was either Instagram or Twitter, a picture of him and Kara that, ba- and, and it basically told them, it basically said in the tweet, like we didn't make it far, but we became friends because of it. And basically kind of ruined two outcomes of the season. Like, mm. And apparently CBS banned him from coming to the finale. No. Yeah, he's not coming to the finale and apparently is facing like a f- fucking huge lawsuit because he broke contract. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, which is why I don't think Dan and Kara are going to hit it off. I think Dan, I think Alec Molino is going to be like Mr. Steal Your Girl and swoop in and, and, and pull something off. But what a douche. <laughs> Like, am I right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what? There are people who, like, like me. I would give my house to be able to play on Survivor, and now he just makes it that much more hard for people to get on the show now. Yeah, and he he makes it as somebody who, like, you know, it's kind of scary now. Like, oh, you spill the beans, and you're looking at a like a million, multi million dollar lawsuit. Yeah, like, I mean, that's that's scary. Like, that's 
I like it's a huge hefty lawsuit, but maybe I don't know. Not leak what happened on the season, right? Like you're, you're under contract. Sued? Yeah. However many people have done it before you, they've kept the secret for exactly. however long. Yeah. And and literally, all you have to do is just wait until you get voted out, and then Kyra gets voted out, and then you could say, "Hey, man, we didn't make it work." Yeah. But like you're still cool, and that's the same exact thing. But he did it because he's bitter, and that's a douchey thing to do. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope he goes home second. <laughs> Um, I, I really wanted him to be first out when I was going into the show because I was like, oh, he's a douche. I hope he goes home first. Um, obviously, he didn't, you know. And that's that's upsetting, too, because a guy who gets hurt by a boat. Like, right. Who, who, like, wanted to be yeah, there. Like, he could have, he, he, Pat could have put out a picture of a boat and just been like, fuck you. Had no context at all, but he didn't. Like, yeah. he, you know, like, can you imagine, like, watching the premiere with your family and your friends and them not knowing what's happening and you knowing you're the first one going home. You're getting medically evacuated and you're getting medically evacuated because you got hurt in a fucking boat ride. Can you imagine watching that with your family and being like, yeah, no, you trust me. Damper your excitement. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you're on Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. Just That's, wait. Just, just wait. Just, just wait. Yeah. No, they're getting a lot of confessionals of me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's almost like they want to use me while I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, 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 you didn't win. You're going to travel council. Uh, yeah, I wish I was going to travel council. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. That's, I don't know. That's got to be. The cast is cool, but there's a lot of weird. Dynamics. Dynamics. And Mike White, he was Mr. Schneebly in School of Rock. No way. Yeah, I was watching. I saw him and I was like, wow, he looks really yeah. familiar. He was in School of Rock. He's a writer. And apparently an actor. Yeah. I was wow. Because I was okay. sitting there going, what is he in? What is he in? And then I, I looked up his IMBD and I was like, oh my God, he's in School of Rock. He's in other things too, but I don't care about any of those other things. Right. He's in School of Rock. That's all that matters. <laughs> but yeah. What do you think? So what did you think of? So he, you know, starts looking for the idol. And then Natalie, who is like this like crazy woman, really intense old woman, like yeah. barking orders around people like I had people, I had that's people never, take it. It's never a good look. It's never a good look. No, no. you, you'd never want to be the bossy person day one. Like, no. And if I ever, if I ever play and someone just starts barking orders, I'm just going to be like, all right, whatever you say. You yeah. Do there's whatever. no sense in fighting. No, it. There's no sense. And it just makes them a target. Mm -hmm. Now, would you use them as the automatic first vote or would you keep them around and hope they're as annoying as possible. Because that's how Boston Rob won his season. True. Like, he, he, took, he took the one guy no one liked in, and took him to the end. In Natalie's case, she is an older woman as well. Mm -hmm. So I don't think she would be that much of an asset mm -hmm. to the tribe in physical challenges. So not only getting rid of her for, like, the, the challenge capability, but also because she's annoying around camp. Like, mm -hmm. just cut her loose. I'd be, it'd be hard because again, like, I don't know. I feel like you could always vote her out. She's not going anywhere. Yeah. But you also got to win challenges at True. least to mm -hmm. like, you got to get to the merge. Yeah. We can't have like a bunch of old people who can't do anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause eventually, eventually if you're doing that mentality, like eventually people are going to be like, Oh, what has Chad done? And you're like, Oh no. Yeah. Don't vote me out. What yeah. about angry soccer mom woman? <laughs> What did you think when so when, when Mr. Schneebly is out looking for the idol and she just walks up and goes, They're on to you, Mike. You're, you're going home. They you done upset everyone. You're, you're going home. And then he's just like, I've been carried off by my own petard. That I that that has to be the that had to I wish that would have been the episode title. Carried off by my own petard would have been yeah. great. Um I think. I think he is a really weird dynamic to the show. He's a celebrity. Um, kind of. But he's not that big of a celebrity to where people would, wouldn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, again, like, you didn't even know until I said it, and I had to really think about who he was. I had to look it up. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like I feel like he's not famous enough to where, like, it wouldn't be that big. Like, he's not going home because of it. Right. Um, but I did think it was funny when he called uh, Christian Big Bang Theory. It's like, you are by no means in the right? spot to nerd shame somebody, <laughs> sir. Like, you're wearing a sweater vest to Survivor. Some of those people show up in suits on the island. Yeah. I'm like, why? Why are you wearing a suit? Like, at what point were you like, ah, yes, Survivor, better wear my suit. Yeah. Or like the one guy who wore like $3,000 alligator shoes out there. Like, you're like, what? why? <sighs> 
I would find the rattiest shirt I owned. Right. <laughs> and like the most comfortable pants and just, I would wear that. So, yeah, I don't know. And it's got to be so impractical too. Like, can you imagine wearing like a sweater and like khakis and then them being like, all right, yeah, I jump off the boat now. Like, can you imagine trying to swim in oh that? Oh my God. That'd be awful. Like, I, I feel like production probably says you're going to be the nerdy par- character. So like wear nerdy clothes, which, <laughs> which I could see being a thing. But goddamn, that would just be the worst. I feel like they might dress like as nice as they do because you know how they do like the pre-interviews with mm-hmm. like Entertainment Weekly or whatever that they yeah. do. I feel like those are probably done on like the same day, maybe. I mean, I know for I know they have done some seasons where they told them you're going to press, and then they right. go there and they're so wearing that's really why... expensive clothing, and then they're like, "Nah, just getting the game starting." Yeah, like, yeah. and then they're just like, "Oh, now I'm in this like fancy yeah. dress." And even with um, when they did second chances, everybody wore nice clothes because it's the uh, you know it's the finale. You're finding out if you're going on the season. Yeah, and then everyone's there, and Jeff's like, "All right." We're packing up and going now. <laughs> everyone, let's go. And, and like Jeff Varner's wearing a dress shirt, pants and the dress shirt, and everyone else is looking all nice and fancy. It's just like, oh, that's 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 a poor choice. Yeah, and yeah. Carried off by your own petard. <laughs> so, but no, um, I think this season is going to be interesting. Um, and again, I just I really liked the editing style of the season. I'm trying to think if there's anybody we missed that we haven't talked about yet, but I feel like we got almost everybody. We got the important ones. We got the important ones. For now. Yes, for now. For now. Um, so, yeah, there was a uh, the season. Uh, the, 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 wow. They did the <laughs> season pra, um, next time on Survivor thing. Yeah. Um, and it showed Christian kind of making a stranglehold on his camp, which I like to see. Because yep. I like when the nerdy character goes does far. Because <laughs> I literally think, ah, if he can play, I can play. Um, yep. And then we saw Natalie just becoming more of just an annoying villain woman. So... I don't know. I think that's pretty much all we can expect from her. I think so. Just barking. How far do you think she makes it? Not to the merge. Not to the merge? No. You think she's she goes, going pre-merge. Oh, I, she, if she went pre, if she goes merge, I'm going to eat this potted plant. <laughs> like, I hope you're not too attached to this, the possibility of this me eating this potted plant, Grant. I mean, do yeah. you, Yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, however, I did take questions. So... A thing about me is I play um, online survivor orgs through Discord. Um, and so I went on to the community and I asked some people to ask me questions for the podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we're going to answer some of them. Okay, sounds gonna, good. I'm going to shout them out on the on the podcast because everyone's like, well, let me be a guest. And, well, I already have a co-host. I don't need a guest. <laughs> so, um, so I guess we'll start with the first one, um, which what uh, by Cheese Leo. Uh, what did you think about the new techniques the editors tried out? I think we talked about that. Loved already. it. Yeah, loved it. Great idea. Wish they'd do more of it. I I think it's we're we're gonna see more of it this season. I hope so. I I want there. I wouldn't if I didn't see a single person actually find the idol the traditional way. I'd be cool with it. Yeah. Like I let me let me see just new ways of looking at things because the show, as I said as I said earlier, the show is very much kind of predictable at times. Mm-hmm. Like I can like if you know what you're looking for if you've seen the show as long as we have and you're watching that you know what to expect you know who's probably going to go home based on how the episode's going yep you know this person's not finding an idol but this person's going to oh look he found it like yeah it's and with this I really didn't know what was going to happen and I was a big fan of it so yeah same yeah no so Loved good it. good question cheese Leo uh, next question from oh he wanted to ask if I could be on the podcast sorry next question <laughs> um. From um, at Jatkins21, we saw several players this week make some mistakes that put them in a tough spot. Natalie with her stalking, Natalia with some pushiness, Nick and Mike with their general suspicious behavior. Um, Of these players with an overall negative week, who do you think is positioned to turn things around going forward? Well, not Natalie. Not Natalie. No, I think Natalie's... I could see see Nick um, making some headway and turning things around. I think so, too. Yeah. He's a lawyer. Yeah, exactly. He knows, he knows how to talk. He knows how to talk. He's and persuasive. Yeah. No, I think I think Nick is definitely one of the people that I think he has something to look for. Yeah, I um, think so too. And I think Mike, I think Mike could go far. I think he'll be a likable person exactly. to have around camp. Yeah. If, and he'll also like contribute enough in yeah. challenges and around camp to where they're like, okay, we'll keep you around and they won't see him as an actual threat. Now, do you think Natalie told Mike about the idol and everyone being suspicious of him to kind of like garner trust? Like, oh, we should work together, Mike. I think so. 
Now, if I'm Mike, there's no way you work, you take that. Oh right? no, 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 no! You go right to the other camp and go, man. Natalie is a pain. Like, yeah, we should carry her by her own petard right on out of here. <laughs> Send her packing. Like, you have to. You, you, I think she was kind of because they were the two older people. I yeah. think mm-hmm. so. She was trying to build that that trust there, but yeah. I don't. I don't think Mike's buying it. No, At least I, I hope he's not. I hope not either because I think I like Mike as a character and I really want to see him do well. Yeah. Um, let's see. Any other questions? Um, okay. Um, what were your thoughts on everyone, um, having, having getting at least one confessional, anyone that you can see making it far slash your own winner pick. Okay. So I told you my winner pick. I don't think you've said yours yet. Judging by what you've seen so far, if you had to pick a winner, who do you think it would be? Christian. Christian. I'm really, you're calling your shot. Yes. I'm really rooting for Christian. I liked him a lot. Okay. I always root for the underdog and, you know, the Davids are well, the underdogs. The, apparently the Davids are the underdogs. I yeah, apparently yeah. they are. Yeah. I always root for the underdog. I, lo- I yeah. love David. Or They're doing a really Christian. good job editing the episode to uh, the ep- so far to make you really hate the Goliaths. Yeah. Like, they're, like, every time I think of people who I really like... They're always on the Davids. John, I like John because he's a wrestler, and I have a podcast about wrestling. So, but he's about the only person on the on the Goliaths that I'm like, I want you to do well. Everyone else, I'm kind of like, I kind of want you to lose. <laughs> like, yeah. And and but this ep- the episode was also David heavy because yeah. of the whole Pat thing as mm-hmm. well. True. So we also got to see more of their like when they were under the the shelter that night and like confessing those things or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We saw more of them yeah i think coming weeks we'll see more of goliath i hope so because yeah. I, I i feel like i know a lot about the david side but not so much about the goliath side yeah other than mike white says funny things <laughs> and john's the mayor of Slamtown. yeah um and then uh, another thing too while i was i was talking about it what how weird would it be if a if a goliath wins this season and then jeff is at the finale going yeah, you know, David versus Goliath. Goliath won because they always win. And David's, you know, you're losers. Like, <sighs> like I feel like production is really hoping a David wins for the story of the David overthrew Goliath. I think they're hoping for that too. But it will be very anticlimactic if a Goliath does win. Because yeah. like I said, it's more of like, oh yeah, the Goliaths won. Was there any a doubt? Like, that's what they do. They win. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. So let's see. Next question. Um, I don't know who asked it, but I know they asked, uh, rank your top nine favorite winners. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I think that's a lot to really put on the spot. Yeah. So let's just do like top five. <sighs> wow. That's, it's still a lot. It is. I a have lot. my five though. You go first. All right. So my first, see so, if I agree with any of yes, them. Yes. Okay. Well, this is really in no particular order. Um, okay. cause I don't think I could rank them. Well, the last one would be my number one if I had to say, but first Yule Kwan. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think Yule is a very under, I actually named my cat after Yule. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yule is a very underrated winner. Um, <clears throat> I agree. Yeah. He just, he was able to use things to his advantage. Like, l- like saying the idol that he had, like he, he told everybody, this is a powerful idol. You don't want to fuck with Yule Kwan. Yeah. And everyone's like, Oh, like, well, no, no one wanted to touch him. You know, he mm-hmm. was able to, he was able to use people, um, to do what he wanted. You know, he was able to, you get, uh, Penner, like he had Penner, who's one of my favorite players of all time. Love him too. I love Jonathan Penner, but Yule had Penner literally eating out of his hand at one point. Like he beat Ozzy in a final, in, in a final, like, and that was when Ozzy was one of the most popular characters, like yeah. to the fan base. Like he took somebody who everyone loved because he knew my game is better and I can win. Yeah. You know, he took advantage of knowing the jury. He knew the jury would reward strategic play and not so much athletic play. Um, and he was strategic. He was social. He knew when to cut people when he had to. And at the end of the day, it didn't really matter who he sat with, I think, because I think he would have won. So Yule is definitely there. Uh, my next one is definitely uh, Natalie from Blood vs. Water. Trying to remember. She was with the twin. She. Um, yep. 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 Okay. Yep. Got it. Same thing. You know, she played a tremendous social game and physical game. She knew when she won, when she had to, and she was able, like, I don't know, just, just the moments of her, like asking John, like John play the idol. And John's like, I don't know if you should play it. And like, just being like, like Baylor, did you vote for the right person? Like, I don't know. She, she had her finger on the game as soon as her sister got voted off at, at first. Yeah. And I don't know. She played really hard. 
I really wish she wouldn't have gotten hurt for Game Changers because she would have been on Game Changers, mm. but they put on Sierra Don Thomas instead, <laughs> which, meh, okay. I thought she was going to win for a second. Uh, she was getting a really hard winner's edit yeah, she for, was. for a minute. But um, yeah, so she's, def- she's definitely there. Uh, next one's Tony, but that's because I love Tony. I Tony's mean, awesome. There's nothing more you can really say. I mean, between the llama noises, the spy shack, you know, his bag of tricks, like he <laughs> constantly. And part of me thinks like that, like we'll never see another person win Survivor play in that type of way. I agree. Because there's just he shouldn't have won that way. The no. fact the fact that if you take those if you take Tony and put him, we saw it on Game Changers. If you if you take Tony and put him on another season, he probably doesn't win. He probably goes home very early because he's a goddamn maniac. <laughs> but he's so this like he's just so awesome and funny and you know, it's just he is he was great. You know what other winners great? Sandra Diaz Twine. Oh my goodness, the queen. The queen. When Sandra first won Pearl Islands, I was like, why? I was not a Sandra fan. And then when she won Heroes vs. Villains, I was going through that rough patch in my life where I was a Russell Hans fan and thought Russell was robbed. <laughs> I have since changed my stance on that. Um, but even then, I appreciated Sandra for being like a two-time winner, but I never really thought she was that special. And then I saw her playing Game Changers. Yeah. And it really showed me, wow, Sandra is a freaking beast. She and then, is. Yeah, and then I went back and watched Pearl Islands. And was like, no, she definitely deserved to win Pearl Islands. Mm-hmm. Like, and then she, and then you, and then I went back and rewatched Heroes vs. Villains, and I actually think Parvati should have won. Um, but Sandra was right there. Like, Russell yeah. stood no chance against either of them. Sandra is like the expert at surviving and being able to convince you you don't want to vote me out. Like, and it's just because she's so perfect. Like, yeah, you're right, Sandra. You could, you'll always be around. There's no reason to vote you out. Right. But yet she makes it to the out of the three times she's played, she's won twice. Um, the only person, the only to person ever. to ever win twice, and that's I don't care who you are, that's impressive. It's very impressive because there have been a lot of people who have played more than once that have won and did not win again. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then finally, I think the best winner ever, Kim Spradlin. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah, she dominated one world. She did. Absolutely just demolished everyone and it wasn't even close. She was bar none the best player um of her season and everyone knew I, it. I agree with that. Yeah. I wish that season would have been more eventful. Yeah. And then But but, but that's why it wasn't eventful because it was literally her running everything. Yeah. Yeah, I know. She played I just wish she, she played she a Redemption co- Island Boston Rob game. She did, yeah. Before Boston Rob could do it, you know, in, in his fourth try. Like, she did her first try. Man, you really don't like Boston Rob. <laughs> I like, no, I like Boston Rob. I just, again, you know, if you put me on Survivor four times, I could probably figure out on the fourth time how to win. And he did. He did, yes, exactly. And but is did. that really impressive, you know? It's the, it's the same thing about, like, with Tyson. I love Tyson, but... It's like his third third time playing. Like, of course you're gonna figure it out. Of course yeah. you're gonna win. I don't know. I think it's I I'm more impressed with people who win their first effort than people who win on like their second or third attempt because it's easier the more times you go out there, especially if it's Boston Rob and a bunch of people who have never played before. True. Because he is a good player. It's just he won a season. Like literally, I I really think Jeff Probs is like. Let's get Boston Rob a win. Let's put him with Russell. And either way, one of them's getting a win. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I like Boston Rob, but I was not impressed with his. I was impressed that he dominated Redemption Island, but he should have. If he Mm -hmm. anything less than a dominating Boston Rob win was not acceptable. Quick thing about Boston Rob. I think he should have won all stars instead of Amber. See, but that's his jury management. I know. I, defi- I would have voted for Rob. I mean, he was a, he was an overall winner. Like, yeah. let's be honest. Like, well, he yeah. definitely won. <laughs> like, yeah, that was just like a quick little side note. No, and and you know, and and Heroes versus Rob Boston Rob was awesome. Like, literally, he was the reason the villains were winning. Yeah, but literally had literally the team on his back at one point, lifting up a puzzle piece. Like, yeah, he. I I don't dislike him. I think he is one of the best players to play. Um, I just, I would be more impressed if he won his like first, not even first, I'm okay with the Marquesas game, but like if he wins all stars, most impressive game, I think arguably that we've seen. 
Because he dominated all stars. Yeah, he did. Like he had he he had his girl and he dominated the whole game and he made lies. He told Lex, like, I'll keep you around, cut Lex, cut everybody, but totally made a lot of bad Lex. guys. Oh yeah, Lex oh I love Lex. Like, wow, okay. Yeah. Cut cut all these people. And, you know, I feel like with a different jury, a less bitter jury, he maybe wins. But I'm also one of those people that think the jury is allowed to be bitter if they want to be. The jury can vote however they, they want. Mm-hmm. That's their right as a jury. It's your job to if make you sure. Were, if you were a jury member, would you be, like, no matter who the final three is, like, would you be bitter and, like, hold it against them? Like, the, if, the, if they blindsided yeah. you? The gamer in me would would hope that I would be like, game represents game. You've blindsided me. Good on you. Yeah. But I've never played. You know what I mean? I would. Right. I, I hope. I hope if I play, I'm an unbitter juror. Because I don't want to be a bitter juror. I want the person who played the best game to win. Right. Um, but I don't. I won't know until I get out there. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of people who go in being like, you know, I'm not going to be a bitter juror, and then they are a bitter juror, and it's because you know when you're out there, your emotions get come into it, your feelings come into play. It's easy for me to watch the show on TV and go, that person deserves to win. But if that person deserves to win because they lied to me, and cost me a million dollars. If it's fresh enough, I may be like, no, fuck you. I'm not winning. I'm not voting for you. So I okay. hope I hope I'm not a bitter juror, but I don't know. I'll have to see you when that time comes. So put me on CBS. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, did I give you enough time to think of your five? I don't know if I can come up with five. Right, we'll do I f- do I do like your answers though. You had some good answers. Um gotta put Boston Rob in there. I love Boston Rob. Okay. Let's make that clear. My I think mom, it's, I think it's clear. Boston Rob too. I think it's clear at this <laughs> point that I love Boston Rob. There's not much to say. He's great. <laughs> um, I really like Sarah. Okay, Sarah Lucina. Yeah. Yes, I think she played an amazing game. She did. She played a very dominant social game. And people called her out all season for being the rat. Yeah. And she like she didn't really own up to being the rat. But she also didn't deny it. She was able to convince an entire group of people. Wow, Sarah Lucina is playing a dominant social game. Yeah. But yet we should still keep her. Yeah. Like she was able to, she didn't hide the fact that she was friends with everybody, mm-hmm. but it was never a reason to vote her out. And I feel like that's, I don't know how she was able to do that. Cause that's impressive being able to have everyone on the beach know, wow, you're friends with everybody, but you're more friends with me. And yeah. so that's why we'll keep you around. Did you hear about, um, her the, the the show didn't show this, but um, in an interview on um, Rob is a podcast, they're, they're, they interviewed Sarah Lucina, and apparently the final three um, reward when her Troyzan and Brad are like eating spaghetti or whatever. <clears throat> apparently, they all made a deal; they'd give each other their own personal items. So Sarah gave Brad and Troyzan her bracelet. Troyzan gave Sarah her bracelet, and Brad gave her his wedding ring. And they said, if whoever wins final immunity takes each other to the final three. And if you don't, we're throwing your personal items in the ocean. Wow. And Sarah lied to Brad and Troy Zen about the significance of her bracelet. She was like, it's a bracelet. I can get another one. But I know Brad Culpepper is not going to let me throw his wedding ring in the ocean. Right. And th- when I heard that, I was like, wow, brilliant. Nope. Get it. No, absolutely wow. not. Wow. I didn't get it, know Sarah. that. Get it, Sarah. Like That's amazing. That's a brilliant move. Yeah. Because like, yeah, who's going to bet their wedding ring? Like, who's going to willingly go against you knowing that person could throw my wedding ring in the middle of the Fijian Ocean and I will never see it again? Yeah. That's brilliant. And I wish they, I don't know why they didn't show that. Maybe because they were hoping there'd be some drama, like going in, like, oh, who are they going to, if you know going in that that's the final three. Yeah. The final four media challenge doesn't mean anything. God, they should have showed it. They should have. I I would have loved to see that. I think that's her winning move. I think that's the move that wins her the game. Because that solidifies her final three. And and a lot of people, at least a lot of the internet uh, Survivor fans, always say that Game Changers sucked and that Sarah Lucina is a bad winner. But like... When you hear that story, they're wrong. I love her. How could you think that? Like, great yeah. move. Yeah, so, no, that's I love, great. I love Sarah Lucina. Yeah, loved her. Um, we got Richard Hatch. You got to put him in there. He was the first guy the to first ever guy. do it. Yeah, and, and he was able to be like, doesn't really matter who wins the final immunity challenge because neither one of you are going to take the other person. So yeah, I give up. Great. He was also why he. He just went and sat around naked all day. Yes. Like people, people today, like, or even like in the earlier seasons, they would have got rid of someone who did that. Yeah. But well, he was just like, 
yeah, you know, whatever. I'm just going to sit naked. I'm going to make him uncomfortable. He was the smartest man on an on a, on a island full of people who had no idea what they were doing. Yeah. Like, he doesn't win if he's not the first season. Because everybody else... I agree. Because everybody else knows... Everyone knows now. However, I think the game isn't the same without Richard Hatch. Because he is the guy who invented the alliance. You he know? did. He's the guy yeah. who's like, we'll all work together and we won't vote each other out. A simple concept. And it probably would have happened anyway, but he is the guy who made the alliance. Yep. And it's a totally different game without Richard Hatch. And who knows? Honestly, who knows if it's still around? Like, I don't know if that's too bold of a claim, but who knows? Um, so no, I'm down. I'm down. With, I could I could see R- Richard, Richard Hatch. Hatch. Yeah. The first guy. The first guy. And then he got bamboozled in All Stars. I almost, you, you beat me to it. <laughs> I got bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. Iconic. Um, I also really... I like your answer of Yule. Mm-hmm. I think he also is a very underrated winner. Earl is also up there. Like, Earl, I love yeah. Earl a lot. Yeah. Wow, forgot about him too. It's because the season he won was awful. <laughs> like, true. <laughs> Fiji's true. just not a good season. Um, I also like, I like JT. All right. I think that was a good season. Uh, that's the only good JT season. <laughs> I agree. Like, I agree. So he should have quit. He, if he, if JT never plays again, he's one of the best players ever. and I can even argue heroes versus villains JT because he made a a gamble it was a gamble but it it, it just didn't work but if it does work that's a brilliant move JT makes and he could win again yeah and then he plays game changers and you're like JT what are you doing I kind of liked what he was doing on game changers but then I don't even he he messed up at one point his best move on game changers is when he put everybody out in the middle of the ocean on the boat and then swam back to look for the idol yeah that was the best that that made me laugh and that was a typical jt move of you know i'm just gonna put everybody in the middle of the ocean where no one can move and i'll swim back and find the idol yeah and then he gets malcolm voted out Mm -hmm. and being the malcolm fanboy that i am that's never okay (laughs) Mal- Malcolm okay. should have won a couple seasons by I now. I agree. Malcolm, Malcolm was great. He deserves to win. If Malcolm doesn't mess up the final immunity challenge in Philippines, he wins. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I really like JT. If you'll remember, Token Teens is also when we were introduced to Coach. Yes, the Dragon Slayer. How could you Dragon forget? Dragon Slayer. We were introduced to Stephen Fishback and Tyson. And Tyson. There was a lot. That was a great cast. Yeah, yeah it was no, a lot of great. And and even Taj, like I like like Taj is great. Like Taj is oh, there. Oh Taj. Yeah. yeah. One of those people too that you're like, how has she not played again? Yeah. Like she's great. Yeah, she's great. And it's I mean, I think I think there was a rumor when they were doing um Blood versus Water, the first one with like the returning players. Mm-hmm. I think her and her husband were one of the people that they asked about coming back. Mm, um, I would have liked to see that. Yeah. You know, it's you know, a lot of people, a lot of people who aren't, you know, fucking fanatics like I am are like, don't remember her. But like, I remember her. When you do remember her, you're like, oh, hell yeah. I'd see her play again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no. Her, uh, Token Sheens is easily in my top 10 favorite seasons. Mm-hmm. When I show when when I want to show someone Survivor, Token Sheens is one of the first seasons I show them. That and Kagayan, Millennials, Gen X. All, Gotta all, show them the first season. See, but yes, we like the first season. But if you watch the first season now without knowing anything about it. You're right. It is a hard right. show to watch. It is. Especially with some of the things that you can that you could say back then that nowadays you'd be like, why Why is Rudy calling people? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Rudy does not age well in 2018. You're right. He doesn't. They, yeah. So it's and that's why I always go. I actually tell people like watch like five, ten seasons and then go back and watch season one. Mm-hmm. It's it's a slow show. The gameplay is awful. <laughs> no one knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. and it's not the same show, um, which is okay. It's it's the first season. It's what started everything. Yeah, and you should watch it because it's what started everything. But if I'm trying to hook people into the show, I don't show them season one because you're not going to hook people on season one. You might, but I agree. The flashy gameplay is what get people on the show. Which yeah, is why CBS keeps pumping out idols and advantages and nullifiers and advantages everywhere yeah so so yeah those are probably my favorite winners yeah i mean tony's a great winner as well Mm -hmm. sandra's a a great winner as well Mm -hmm. parvati i think she's a great winner as well yes yes fans versus favorites uh i actually yeah you go i go back and forth on i mean obviously you know if sari if sari doesn't get screwed by the final two twists she wins yeah that and that and that's that's why parvati's win always leaves a bad taste in my mouth because it's like, oh, I wanted Sari to win so badly because mm-hmm. she was great. And she was great. Sari is just 
queen. Like I know Sandra is the queen, you know, queen stays queen, but, <laughs> but Suri, Suri, Suri is, uh, is the mother. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I think we covered a lot, you know, we did. all we could yeah. talk about possibly for episode one. So yeah. What, how'd, how'd your first podcast go? You think? I think it went okay. I thought you went, it went, it went great. It went, <laughs> went way better than okay. Thank so, you. Thank you. Are you, you. going to come around for episode two? I think I will. Oh, perfect. All right. Well, I am going to make a Outlast Twitter sometime this week. So I'll plug that when that happens. But make sure you subscribe to the pinned podcast YouTube channel when that comes <laughs> out. And, you know, and uh, follow me on Twitter at the Chad 100. Do you have a Twitter you want to plug? I do at Mackenzie Carp. I will follow that when I get done here. So uh, uh, Grant, do you want to plug your Twitter real quick? And more media code. And more media co. That's his Twitter. It's a very Woo-hoo. wonderful Twitter. Um, it's great. Um, also, yeah, check out the new website. Uh, we just launched. Um, we're looking to get as many people checking us out as we can. You know, it's there's a lot of great podcasts um, on that, and then even more to come. So definitely check those out. And yeah, make sure you tune in next week. We're going to talk about more Survivor. Um, we're also uh, planning a Celebrity Big Brother episode. We talked about this a yeah. couple days ago. Uh, we're going to do Celebrity Big Brother. Um, and the Bachelor, Bachelorette for sure. No, yes, we're gonna be pumping the Bachelor. Up. The Outlast podcast is quickly becoming just a reality TV show podcast, which I'm all about. Same. Like, I am totally fine with. I'm this. down. Austin might need to find a new wrestling co-host. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Like, uh, but no, uh, that'll be it, guys. Uh, make sure you tune in next time, and we'll see you later.